Now we totally need video. That was amazing, <laughs> that was Tony. <laughs> oh my God! Did uh, you see that? He was pumping so, yeah. up the jam. So much energy. Gotta gotta bring the energy. How much coffee have you had? Not a, not any. Oh, not oh, enough. I was, gonna say I was not actually enough. thinking I need more. <laughs> I was like, I need some coffee, but that was <sighs> impressive. Well, Kelsey, how much coffee have you had today? I'm at the top of my second cup. Yeah, second cup. Let's let's measure these cups, Kelsey. I drink extra larges. Exactly. So they're probably actually about thirty-two ounces, maybe. Oh, I think that's a twenty-ounce cup. It's a lot of coffee. And I'm just thrilled you oh. have it in front of you. Yeah, like on the table. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Wow. Anyway, well, how if you much call me later and I can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> Kelsey just spilled her coffee all over her phone. How much coffee have you had, Jenny? Not enough. <clears throat> I've had. I, I'm good. Oh, I've had like half a cup. Is that right? Yeah, half of a small from McDonald's. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't drink it all. Well, Kelsey definitely wins on the yeah. on the caffeine consumption. Oh, she certainly does. <laughs> okay, I was but trying I, to read the amount that this cup is, and that was just a fail. So I know you're distracted, I'm, but I have been dying to talk to you. I've been dying to talk to you too about several things, actually. Okay, well, I'll let you go next. Oh, me? And we won't spend too much time on this, but so did you okay. love the movie? Oh, All of our oh. fans know she's a huge Avenger. We haven't talked since geek. I've seen it, have we? It came out on Thursday. Okay, so we're not going to spoil anything because Tony's going tonight, going tonight. But I have seen it two times. And did it exceed your expectations? No, ma'am. It broke my heart. Oh, okay. It was epic on very, 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 very many levels. Yeah, the and reviews have been fantastic. Movie, but I mean, when it comes down to it, it was lacking a little for me. Okay. I didn't have a personal satisfaction at the end because of some things that played out during the movie. Well, you're the first one that I've heard say that. Okay. Well, um, we'll talk more about that off air. <laughs> uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first then. Oh, um, well, I don't really know how to delve into this. I'm just trying to take things day by day and try to be calmer about a lot of situations. Alana has been a very good friend, coworker, and person. Yeah, She's to me, you know, the past couple of weeks, it's been a little bit rough. I've been having my feels come at me at work, and she'll come talk to me and tell me everything will be okay and remember to relax. So this past weekend, she told me to take a breather and then come back in and talk to her about it today. So I tried to relax this weekend. I went to the movies. I had a couple bonfires. I cleaned my car out, and that made me feel better. Good. Even though it's even though it's a jalopy, it's very clean. Good. And I'm going up north this upcoming weekend. The weather didn't permit this last weekend because it was cold and wet. Mm-hmm. But so so hopefully that's good. And I'm just trying to soul search right now and find out what really makes me happy. Yeah, I was listening to our show about um, film production, and uh, I'm feeling it. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. There are a lot of things that we end up talking about on the show, and we say we have to we have to work on that, you know, off air, and then and then we don't. But that's one that. I want to stay close to. Well, it's funny you started with all of that stuff because I was reading in the news. um, The World Health Organization just released what they're calling the five most critical life skills that should be ideally developed at a very young age. But obviously, it's never too late to work on these skills. And one of them was the, the it was coping, coping with emotional and stress in your life. 
I'm trying to. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> we all are. And I was, but it, it spoke to me about you. So it was interesting that that was the, the thing that you led with. Life goes on, things change, stuff happens, but. Yeah. You know. Is that about Tony? Partially about Tony. I'm sad that I'm not going to be working with my buddy anymore, but I still have great people around me. So. Exactly. Pros and cons. Yeah. And hey, I'm right here, you know. Yeah, I still you get, get to, to see, see him. <laughs> I think I'm in a, and out. I think a good lesson for um, all of our listeners and us as our little podcast team here, when we were talking last show about um, the seven signs that it's time to leave and, and Kelsey was feeling, you know, uncertain about her future, one of the things that we talked about after the show was sometimes when something happens, it's easy to confuse that. Um, for creating larger issues in life. So just to put a finer point on it, because Kelsey and Tony work so well and so closely together, Tony's departure had Kelsey wondering, hmm, was this job really for me? And my advice to her was, anytime anything big happens in life, we always want to make sure you take proper time to absorb and adjust to the new reality before you make any big decisions. So it may be time for you to jump into film production, which I still think you can get tons of experience and still work here. Um, but um, mature, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying mature, to... intelligent Kelsey said, yep, she's going to. I'm looking for other ways to unwind and de-stress, too. I actually hit a couple of golf balls this weekend. <gasps> hey, Ooh. nice. Yeah, so um, maybe we I could go to the drive. didn't hear about that. Hell yeah. kind of forgot until just now. But, um, if you would want to go with me into the driving range, Absolutely. you were a good teacher, and I don't remember what you told me, so yeah. I kept trying to swing it like a softball. Absolutely. Jenny, like we'll at the golfing. ground. I know you like to golf, Jenny. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that <laughs> look wanna, on my face. Do you want to go driving? I'll drive, I'll drive the um, cart. Okay. That's my favorite part about yeah, it. But no, I, found I was just going to say, we're going to give her the cart at the driving range. Golfing, yep. I feel like, would be a good stress reliever <laughs> just to go hang out and do on a lazy Sunday. Oh, I'll just so go pick fun. up the balls. You guys, you guys like shoot them. No, no. You and don't got to go, go do all that. Up. That's a lot of walking. That is no, a lot. with the cart. Oh, well, I don't want to hit you if you're out driving and I, <laughs> you know, the ball. Yeah. She'll no, drive the little glass cart. I just want to drive a golf cart, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, another her, thing I think I'm going to get back passion. into on my own is my musical instruments. Which are? I have a trumpet and a saxophone, a guitar, and a keyboard. You can play all four of those instruments? And the drums. I don't have drums, though. But yeah, I was in band from fifth grade to twelfth grade, and I think when I left high school and I stopped playing, I kind of disconnected with a big part of myself that I liked. So I was going through all these like Avengers things this weekend, and there was people who took their instruments to the theater and started playing the theme like while they were waiting for the movie to start, and just kind of gave me goosebumps and chills a little bit, and I miss my instruments. So I think I'm going to pull those back out. And try to find people to play with. Oh, Kelsey, I love that. And then maybe move from there to recording my own music and getting better in audio production stuff. And that way, if I do get on a movie set and I need extra audio hands, I can still be a part of the movie. When, well, yeah. you know what? Just from a coping standpoint, though, babe, they say that music is the language of the soul. I like music, yeah. And as you're working on finding your center... And you're a musician. That's just a wonderful therapy. Yeah, I've just I been love very detached that from it. So. so have you been playing even just since you realized this? You pick up no, your trumpet was, or your No, this sax? was like two days ago. I have to find my stuff and dig it out and clean them and yeah. go get reads from my saxophone and make sure my guitar is tuned up. And I probably need somebody to show me a few things on the guitar and the piano again because I was just like at a beginner with those when I stopped. I, wow. I marched a trumpet and a saxophone in band, so... You just love to picture Kelsey rocking a saxophone. 
Oh, I can't. I don't want to see Kelsey play drums still. I haven't seen it, so I've heard she's quite the drum player. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love, I love that. That's a great idea. That's a really big assignment. Good stress relief. Yeah. Yeah. With the coping. Exactly, with the coping skills, so that we can deal more productively when we. Because everybody has stress and emotions, and mm-hmm. so it's just. Uh, you know, it's, it's not to... always from just your job or just mm-hmm. this or just that. Sometimes it's a little bit from everything. So if you have like an outlet, mm-hmm. I just I don't play video games all the time. There's nothing out right now, so the weather's getting nice. I want to find other things to go do outside. Look, just the fact that you're aware of it and you know that you want to find productive and helpful outlets, whether it's through a coworker like Alana or through getting back in touch with you. That's just, the fact that you're even thinking about that—that's wonderful, babe. I just want to be happy. You're taking a proactive approach. To finding your center. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Thank you. High five. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, Tony, how's it been since you left? Things are uh, <laughs> all right. I mean, it's been a weekend, but uh, I'm just I'm just enjoying it. It's going to be kind of a free, it's going to be nice, and I'm kind of in that transition period now where it's, I got to get everything is still kind of getting squared away. So it's like, I'm not super busy, so I'm just kind of like, I, my training starts next week. So okay. I will be, I'll be back in the full swing of things, but right now. I'm just enjoying it. Getting back into my physical fitness. I went to the gym yesterday. Had some protein. <laughs> felt good. <laughs> Hadn't had anything in me. I just I felt like, I don't know, I'm just trying to become a person again. Uh-huh. Trying to get back into a thing of what, I don't know, where, what you where I was doing. at. Yeah, yeah, where I was at. So, yeah. so you and Kelsey are kind of at the same place. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of a rebuilding mm-hmm, play right now. Mm-hmm. So and that's And I think that's, that's what's key. <laughs> it's making sure that. I just I I stay I stay busy though because mm-hmm. I think if I just sit around I'm gonna I'm not gonna be get bummed produ- out yeah I'm not gonna be productive I'm not gonna help myself utilize at all. this free time that you have and exactly. do you stuff before you go back to work in exactly yeah we talked about that on that one show remember about how to productively use your leisure time so mm-hmm. that you don't feel guilty or mm-hmm. lazy yeah. about it after you the fact go fishing I should <clears throat> I should it needs to warm up a little bit but. Yeah, well, it's Ethan said it's supposed to be 72 tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice, there you nice. go. Well, what what else we got on the list? So, the actually, the first one, I just went out of order because of Kelsey's share. Um, the first most, most important life skill is getting good at decision-making, oh. which I thought that was a really good one, too, just with how everybody's kind of at some crossroads in one way or another. And so, they talked about the five parts of becoming effective, becoming an effective decision-maker or problem-solver. They sort of put it in the same category. And so, the first part of it was making sure that you're clearly defining the problem. So, back to what we were talking about with what Kelsey's been going through or even the recent decisions that you made. First, identify that you know that there's a problem. And so, the second step is once you've identified that, what's your criteria for solving it? Um, so that you're being very logical and thoughtful. <clears throat> the third step is now consider all of the alternatives to making whatever decision or problem you're faced with. Um, choose the best option, then put in a plan of action, and then measure it and tweak it as you go. So it's really super basic, but I kind of like the way they broke broke it down because a lot of times facing a problem can feel paralyzing. And it's like, actually, no, it's just a couple of steps that go into solving any problem. And being able to effectively solve problems or make decisions is a really important life skill. I think the decision making is kind of interesting because it's like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like you could be a good decision maker. And yet there's not always a good there's not always a good decision Mm -hmm. to be made. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes it's picking like the better of two evils. It's exactly right. Kind of just weigh 
it's like voting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that's just what I thought. <laughs> exactly. I think I think most hard decisions are like that. Yeah. I mean, God, God bless us if we're sitting there facing. Wow, I have fantastic option A, B, or C. What's the best one? Typically, it's okay. All three of these options suck. Which is the least worst? Yeah, and it's like so easy to look at all the positives and all the good things that come out of something, but then when you look at the negatives, you don't you don't necessarily always think about that. Mm-hmm. So that's always been something interesting to me because yeah. I need to think about the negatives when I'm making a decision mm-hmm. of like what what, what yeah, are this will be awesome but am I going to be miserable or am I going to you know is this going to is it going to make like lose money or am I going to do something stupid or, right you know what's the potential downside exactly yeah. yeah what's the risk yeah yeah super important part of it um <laughs> the <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I just feel like Alana's been very quiet. I know we're like, like, looking, like, are you are you okay? I'm good. Oh. She's, she's, got a, she's got a lot. I'm on very her plate. absorbent today. You're a little spot. again. We're gonna start calling her square pants. <laughs> uh, I'm Alana. not used to being over here. I am a woman of few words. Oh, so I will do speak yodel up when I feel. <laughs> That's funny, Kelsey. Ah, there you go. No, I do not yodel. I don't know anybody who yodels. The Walmart kid mm-hmm. who got. Famous for doing it. See, we've been listening. Nobody yodels. <laughs> yep. If you do it, you're going to become famous. We've been listening famous. to the Walmart. The there's like a remix Walmart to kid. it. There's a remix to oh, it. And it's oh, really cute. just so. Wait, there's a yodeling addicting. Walmart. Kid. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, we'll show you after this. We have to show. We have to. There's an hour-long version and a ten-hour-long version. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> it's legit. Anyway. <laughs> he made his decision. Sorry, didn't. And it was a good decision. Shoot down I mean, we're talking about him right now. So yeah. Good decision. Yeah, back to back to decision making. The thought that's going through my head is, okay, I don't even know how much editing time it takes to make a ten-hour video, but I'm gonna assume at least twenty hours to make a ten-hour video. Who spent twenty? It's just on loop. Oh, is that all? It's like super short. It just repeats over and over. That's a relief. Yeah, (laughs) somebody actually spent a lot of time making a ten-hour remix. Um, okay, the next really important life skill, creative and critical thinking, hmm. which um, we've talked a lot on the show about creativity, especially just because of what you guys all do for a living. So being able to hone those creative skills is uh, is a really important life skill. Is this a skill, though, or is it a oh. talent? No. Oh, see, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about creativity. A lot of people think it's an inherent talent. We are by definition creators. That's what hum- that's what humans do. Hmm. We create stuff. Mm. We create atmosphere, that's emotions, true. products, like that. ideas. That's what we do. So I guess I guess then what? How does one I guess go about honing their creativity? It's so funny you say that. Do you know that um, I brought this up? It's been sitting on my podcast list forever, but I never had a time to use it. I'll use it right now. Um, so LinkedIn off- offers all of these like little online courses. Mm-hmm. I think they're free. I'm not sure. I've never taken one. But they were doing some ad on how popular the first set of lessons were that they released. And the number one most popular course taken by millennials was the Creativity Boot Camp. <laughs> because, people, because people assume that it's an inherent quality. And so how do I pull that out of myself? 
So in the first like month that they launched it, they had 183,000 people take the creativity boot camp lesson. Wow. I feel like I get in my own head about this kind of stuff though. Like creativity in general, like I I I'm like I guess like they say you're your own worst critic, but like I could come up with something and just think it's the worst idea in the world and not even want to present it. Maybe that's self-confidence, but I don't know. I've also like it got to a point where like I don't want to create something because I feel that like I don't have the the full-blown originality, creativity to really come up with something cool and stand out from a crowd of people. I don't know. That's kind of weird. I feel you. I feel <laughs> you. You feel that? that? Mm-hmm. Is that how you... Okay. Yeah. Like, I get ideas all the time, and I'm like, that was probably stupid. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> what, Not yeah. worth sharing. What is worth... What, I guess what creativity is like... What is... I don't know. Like, what? When is? how much is too creative? Yeah. So I That's f- a good question. <clears throat> I feel I like people who make abstract art are, like, super creative. And then to me, it's drawing a stick person's kind of hard. At that point, I'm like, hmm, where do these people just pull all this stuff out of their head? You know what I mean? So a couple of things. I'm hearing two things. First of all, it's really common to assume that creativity means creating art. And it doesn't. No, that's just. Yeah, but a lot, but a lot of people go right there. Oh, I can't draw, so I'm not creative. Um, but the second thing I'm hearing is I have to be good in order to be creative. I have all kinds of great ideas, but I think that they're terrible so they never go anywhere which I think yes that's absolutely a confidence issue and not a creativity issue and now Tony I'll give you a really specific one you're going to be working outside I am hoping and praying you're going to have a GoPro because your sister owes you one and you're going to be doing a lot of filming so after the first five or six or seven videos that you filmed you have an eye you'll get a sense for what you think looks really interesting and what puts the viewer in there with the action with you and what doesn't. And then you're going to make adjustments accordingly with the next set of films that you shoot. Mm-hmm. That's creativity. <sighs> See, and, the, and then that's the thing, too, is like, it's like, I don't always think that's creative. You know, it's like, that doesn't seem like creativity to me. I guess, and that's getting over is like the... Getting over the fact that creativity isn't just art. Yeah. Well, you know, Tony, it's I all mean, subjective. You, know? you are creative in your own ways. You think of different ways to fix and patch up your car. That's being creative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. He'll see something that's like hanging or whatever. He's like, well, you know what? I could just do this and that to it instead of getting new bolts for it. And it works. Uh, that's still being creative. Coming up with the whole idea of the YouTube channel that we've done nothing with called Kelsey Tries. And then all of the great ideas that went with all of the things Kelsey should try. That was an incredibly creative idea. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's everywhere. It's all it's all around us. I think, yeah. And then that's where I said it's all subjective. So I like worry that people are just going to like shit on my idea. You know, like if I, if I put myself out there, is, is somebody going to look at it and go, wow, that guy's doesn't know what he's talking about. So, um, first of all, that should never stop you, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have no idea uh, if it's good or not. And other people's opinions shouldn't necessarily determine if it's good or not. Your opinion should determine whether or not you think it's good. If you enjoy it, if you like it, then it's good because it's serving a purpose for you. Hmm. Maybe I need the creativity boot camp. I think, you need, I think you need to go to the creativity boot camp. I'm going to send you a link to it because um, I think it will help uh, you realize how creative you are naturally. We all are. See, and that's the thing is, too, I think I am naturally creative. I think it's just when it, like you said, when it comes to honing it and, you know, like I, I kind of stop myself. I get I get my own head about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's really where it is. And that's that's what I had to work on. Yeah. It's, you know how much I love to blame technology here, but I'm going to I'm going to blame Instagram for that because you guys have such a 
strong sense of the judgment that's out there with all of the stuff that people create and put online. And so it feels like it's such a huge hurdle and there's mm -hmm. so much um, criteria associated with the acceptance mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm not even, I'm, I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not good enough to be in that space. Yeah. I feel like I always equate creativity with originality. Yeah. Like what makes you stand out, that's what makes you creative, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel like Andy is one of the most creative people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's our supervisor. He's like one of the most creative people ever. And Ian, too, for that matter. Like, it's just super Your ambitious stuff, yeah. in the most original way. And, like, I think, you know, to compare, like, my, my creativity and what I think is, you know, creative to what they actually produce, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to, to consider. Yeah. Well, they got some time on us practicing, too. That's true. Well, and I think, too, what you're doing is you're thinking about what they create. Mm -hmm. What what Alana's creativity might center around might be an entirely yeah. different medium. Yeah, content. I think that is. Yeah, I think that is what it is. Because I think my creativity might res revolve around, like, uh, problem solving and, mm -hmm. like, um, mm -hmm. being solution oriented and things like that, like kind of in the way that you're saying that Tony does things to like rig his car. I, I see what you're saying though definitely like it's a bit more it's more like a practical creativity it's yeah. not like this it's not like this sort of I, I have to come up with this idea and yeah. because I oh no I, I feel like I drew inspiration from that guy and like I'm copying off his yeah. idea and it's not original or mm -hmm. things like I know exactly yeah. what you're saying yeah. because it's but I like think problem for me, solving. I'm not producing a tangible product with my creativity usually um, and if I am, it's something really boring, <laughs> like like a protocol sheet for our training stuff. <laughs> still works, which is but still like, creating. <laughs> but I, but yeah, like so, so. I think that's where, in my mind, I I feel like I'm stifling myself by being like, well, that's not creativity. That's just right. doing yeah. what I, you know, that's just checking something off my to do list. So I was <laughs> I was telling you that my plus one loves to rearrange my shit. Yeah. He has a very um, pronounced case of ADD, and he's a really interesting organizer. The way he stores stuff, moves stuff, <laughs> cleans stuff, it's very creative. I mean, it drives me bonkers because <laughs> I don't, I'm not creative in that way, but he really is. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of creativity. I feel like I can wow. relate to your plus one. Wow, I can't. Because I'm always picking up and moving stuff Me and cleaning. Too. That's all creative. I'm always trying to organize things and like always getting mad at like messes and like I, it's very OCD of me. But I, yeah, I'm always doing that. I'm always trying to reorganize things. And, mm -hmm. like, and I think actually I want to say this is a little I guess off the top of the organization, but it's on the same the creativity realm. It's like, I feel like technology, like you said, the Instagram thing, I feel like technology has sort of ruined me a little bit because I absorb so much content. That other people make. Yeah, that mm -hmm. I get this artificial creativity. And I sit down and I'll be like, I'll, it, it is though. It's, it's like imposter syndrome. It, it is though. You start, you start like putting something down. And you're like, oh, I'll do. This looks good. This is working. And then you start, you know, you or like, I don't even know whatever you're doing, whatever you're trying to create. Um, and then you you like you roll with it and you start rolling with it and all of a sudden it organically comes together and it feels so good and then you look at the product and you're like wow I basically just copied somebody else <laughs> you know so that's sort of like my struggle too is it's like you know I feel like maybe it's just you have to get over that that you are like 
things are going to, I guess the best things have always been copied, you know, like, and they always said that, like, you can, you can draw inspiration from people. Absolutely. And, like, yeah. And then make it your own. Yeah. Remember our specs videos? Mm, Those yeah. were pretty great. That's true. You know, <sighs> your shots and, and all that, that you didn't watch another video and you're like, all right, I'm going to go shoot this, 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 and this. You're like, that looks important. That looks important. That looks important. I'm going to film these for a video. That was on you. Huh. Not copying anybody. Hmm. I think there are, in this specific space, I think that there are two perspectives to think of. One is yours and what feels honest and true to you as you're figuring out whatever it is you're trying to create. Or what what does my audience want or need? Um, And we're obviously going to take this entire show talking about creativity. This is fascinating. But I'll, I'll use me for an example. So I am not a videographer in any way, shape, or form. I know I have all these work lessons that I want to share with young people, and so I I made all these videos, right? They're all sitting on my website. And everybody's telling me, oh, never sit behind a desk because, you know, it's really intimidating. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I've been sitting behind a desk, coaching people behind my desk for 20 years. That's where I'm comfortable. Uh, Number two, never mix alcohol with work because, you know, then it'll minimize your message or make it not seem serious. And I'm like, really? Because all the best conversations happen over happy hour. So if I'm going to have a glass of wine at my desk while I get loose and give real heartfelt advice, that's what I'm going to do. I don't think my videos are any good, but my point is there were all kinds of opinions of how a video is supposed to be shot, and none of them felt like me. So I was going to make sure that if I have these things I want to share with people, I'm going to do it in a way that authentically represents me. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through whatever this checklist is in your head, I think if you stay grounded in stuff that's actually you, the outcome is just going to be better, just by definition. So do you think it's fair to say that, like, there's, like, almost, I almost feel another topic coming on about inspiration. We all have to get to all you know, of this. What do we get to? The second you know? one on the checklist? Decision making and creativity? Honestly, and we're so part not done one. With, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Life boy. skills part one. Okay. Um, it's, it's funny. I think that what you were starting to say earlier about if I'm absorbing so much content and is it only natural that I'm going to sort of pirate what I've seen? Yeah. Yes, I would agree with you. I think we are all um, at risk of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it feels like it's, like I said, if it feels like it's truly and authentically coming from you, mm-hmm. then I don't even know if it matters. You can own the product. You can Absolutely. Say it's yours. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, no, it's like... It, it is. It's more like music. Like it, like a great example, like Kelsey, like we, um, me and my buddies, like we were in high school, we used to play, uh, we, we used to get in the basement and, you know, jam and whatever, uh, a bass player. Um, and that was something we always did is like we would write a riff or something and then we would go back and we'd be like, oh, there's a song that that sounds exactly like we just like. And then it's like, I guess I see what you're saying, though, is you just got to own it. You got to do it part of it. Yeah, exactly. One of the best quotes I ever heard is that music is there. You guys all know I'm not a musician. Are there only 12 notes? Yeah. I Different think. octaves, yeah. but yeah. there's only 12, 12 octaves, notes. Yeah. OK. And the flats and sharps and all that. It's the way you put them together. It, that's exactly that was the quote that I read, that it's everybody's different version of those 12 notes. So, of course, there's going to be some osmosis absorption that happens that, wait a minute, I rearranged them in that order. Isn't that already a riff? Probably, Sh- but doesn't mean the next six after it have to be the same as that other person's. Exactly. True. I love music. I get random beats in my head all the time. I just wish I could write them out. <laughs> I mean, it's like that big Lady Gaga Madonna thing about um, born this way versus... Um, oh, um, oh. 
shoot. Those. I don't know. Whatever. All that the artists thing. are always blaming each other for copying yeah. each other's songs, and some of them really are, but. There's only 12 notes. What are you going to do? Yeah. I know. We have to go. I cannot believe we just <laughs> said all that. Okay. To be continued. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, mwah. Bye.